You're listening to the Enterprise Mobile Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Manesh Lash. Welcome to episode 11, Apple's September 2015 keynote. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the major announcements that Apple made in its keynote yesterday on September 9th. Uh, the event was held at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium in San Francisco. Um, if you go to the show notes on enterprisemobileweekly.com, You'll get a link to uh, to actually rewatch the keynote and also to everything I'm going to talk about in this episode and every other episode. So for show notes, go to enterprisemobileweekly.com. Uh, if you also have any questions or feedback for the show, uh, you can also email me at enterprisemobileweekly at outlook.com. So again, it's enterprisemobileweekly at outlook.com. So let's move on with move on with the uh, announcement that Apple made yesterday. So I'm just going to go over the key announcements that Apple made and how it affects developers and the enterprise. So the very first thing I'm going to talk about is iOS 9. It's going to be released on September 16th um, on all existing devices and then for the new iOS devices that were announced um, yesterday. So keep keep an eye out for that. Make sure your applications are tested for iOS 9. The Gold Master for iOS 9 is available in the Developer Center today. So go ahead and download and download the iOS 9 Goldmaster version for your test devices and make sure your applications are compatible. So again, iOS 9, September 16th. Um, in conjunction with iOS 9, WatchOS 2 for Apple Watch is going to also be released on September 16th, 2015. Uh, you can also get the latest, latest beta version of WatchOS from the Apple Developer Center. Again, watchOS 2 is actually dependent on iOS 9, so it makes sense that they're both released on the same day. All right, what else did Apple announce? Uh, Apple announced brand new iPhone hardware. So with a new iPhone uh, 6S and 6S Plus. So uh, basically, it's the same, looks the same as last year's devices, but there's upgraded internals, uh, there's new capabilities in there. So you... In your department, you may want to get these new devices to start uh, testing your applications for compatibility purposes. So again, iPhone 6S, iPhone 6S Plus. Pre-orders are going to be available on the 12th of December, and it's going to be available on the 25th of September. And one of the three uh, key features is something called 3D Touch. It's a new UI interface uh, interaction for uh, interacting with the mobile device. So that's something you might want to consider taking advantage of uh, in your iOS 9 mobile applications. So basically the device can now detect how hard you press on the screen. So definitely something worth looking at. Again, it's only going to be available in iOS 9. So you have to make iOS 9 and the new devices. So you're going to have a limited audience to begin with. So it's not something you may want to look at straight away, but it's something you may want to look at uh, further on down the line. Uh, the next thing uh, Apple also announced was OS X El Capitan, uh, the next version of the Mac operating system. That's going to be released on September 30th. Even though that doesn't directly affect the, the development of mobile applications, uh, you may be using the Mac operating system in your continuous integration or automated build environments. So you may want to look at upgrading to the new OS sooner than later. So the reason you want to do that is uh, the new versions of Xcode that Apple releases only support the newest version of the operating system 
of the host uh, Mac operating system. Um, so you want to uh, upgrade sooner than later. So for example, when the next version of iOS comes out, iOS 10, I'm sure the, that version of Xcode will only work on the El Capitan. So make sure you uh, upgrade your continuous integration environments. Uh, you also may want to consider looking at upgrading your development environments too, but I won't do that straight away. I'll, I'll wait for it to be released uh, at least for a couple of months uh, before you do that. Uh, let's look at the next announcement. Apple announced tvOS. So Apple announced a new Apple TV, a fourth generation uh, device running tvOS. Uh, tvOS is actually a variant of iOS. So that's going to actually bring new opportunities for iOS developers. You can now target the television um, as one of your uh, deployment targets for creating a mobile application. So all the skills and technology you use today to build an iOS app can be leveraged to build uh, an Apple television app. In the same way that you can leverage your skills to build an Apple Watch app, you can do the same for the tvOS app. So again, uh, tvOS is the fourth generation. It's going to be available on the... It's going to be available in September. Uh, but if you're a developer, you can register to try to obtain a developer device uh, to start testing your apps early. Also, in order to test uh, the development of tvOS apps, uh, you need to be using the uh, latest Xcode beta. So there's an Xcode 7.1 beta that has a tvOS SDK in there. So that's going to be really, really handy. I can see cases, use cases where you may want to build a digital dashboard for the enterprise that runs on the Apple TV. That could be a use case uh, for that. Uh, conference room um, applications, so a lot of conference rooms today have Apple TVs for projecting uh, presentations. So you could build custom apps uh, for the conference room. Uh, I'm sure there's other possibilities that developers will think of in, in the future. Uh, the last major thing Apple announced was the iPad Pro. See, the iPad Pro is a much larger iPad device. It's a lot more powerful than the iPad Air 2 that was released uh, uh, last year. And it has a much larger screen, a 12.9-inch screen. Uh, so it's going to uh, actually allow you to have uh, a much richer productivity environment. So you're going to be able to run apps side-by-side, side, have a lot more screen real estate. Uh, Again, it starts at $799. Uh, it's going to be available in November. So the price point is pretty aggressive. And it does come with some... Uh, it does come with accessories, but it's compatible with two new accessories. The Apple Pencil. And there's a keyboard case. So I think it competes uh, pretty head-on with the, uh, the Microsoft Surface tablets. So with a pen, you're going to be able to use the uh, pen-based stylus on the actual iPad itself to interact with different applications. Uh, the keyboard case is just like the Surface keyboard case. So those are going to be uh, key components that you may want to have in an enterprise type of setting or even a creative setting. I can see use cases for people in the creative industry who are doing any kind of creative work to take advantage of the new features that the iPad Pro has. Also, the iPad Pro uh, is going to give developers another opportunity for targeting a larger a device for their applications. Again, if you're using auto layout and size classes, you should be able to scale your existing apps to run on the uh, newer screen sizes. So again, the iPad Pro, brand new device, available in November. Um, Apple also upgraded the iPad Mini, so there's a new fourth generation, an iPad Mini with a better processor. Uh, 
Uh, obviously, it's not it's not the latest and greatest processor. It's not as powerful as the iPad Pro, but it's a big upgrade to what we have today. So that kind of wraps up the main uh, the main announcements that were made by Apple. Again, you want to make sure you test your applications for these new OS versions that are coming out. September 16th is only a week away. So it's coming quick and fast. Make sure you test all your apps and the new OSs and good luck with your upgrades. Uh, thank you for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>